Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Rich is Not a Four-Letter Word, the podcast for your wallet. Today, we are coming to you from the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. Very exciting. And I'm glad, pleased as punch, actually, to have Kathy Pickering here. Here She is from H&R Block, where she is executive director of, fill me in. Of the Tax Institute at H&R Block. And thank you, Jerry, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's great to have you. And I know this is a tough topic. People don't like to talk taxes. And maybe you're just a little anxious right now because tax day is really around the corner. Kathy, you guys do a lot of research on a lot of questions, but tell me the number one thing people do to reduce their anxiety. Taxes bring out so much anxiety in people, and we conducted this survey. We found that there's a lot of things that people do while they're doing their taxes. Number one is drink a glass of wine, and I can relate to that. (laughs) I've got to tell you, you've got to do something, right? Because you're just so anxious about, are you going to get it right? Are you going to remember everything you have to do? And this year, of course, is super important because of tax reform. This is the first year the new law is in effect. And I know a lot of people out there have lots of questions. I want to start you with the big concerns from consumers right now. We had a story earlier this year that the IRS was returning lower refunds to consumers. Is it true? What's going on? So with tax reform, this is the biggest change to the tax code in the last 30 years, and people just have a lot of questions about it. First off, the tax rates were lowered across the board in every tax bracket, and so people were thinking, gosh, this is great, I'm going to get a bigger refund than ever. What we're actually seeing, though, is that in the early part of the season, people's refunds were lower. The IRS was reporting about 17% down. Now, um, it's come, uh, it's normalized. There there was this thing where the IRS had to release um, a bunch of refunds. They got um, behind with their PATH Act refunds. Now, all that big batch of money got, got released. The data has normalized, and so refunds are about on par with Okay, so don't worry about the refund. It's probably going to be what you're expecting. There's no big surprise. Well, what's actually happening is that... Really? Yeah, people are getting surprised for a couple different reasons. Okay. So one of the things is that last year, when um, IRS updated the withholding tables, which is how much money your employer withholds from your paycheck... Um, People didn't make any adjustments to their withholdings. And so now some people are getting lower refunds than they... Because of that. Yeah. They got the benefit of the tax reductions throughout the year in their paycheck. But because it was spread out across the year, they might not have even noticed it. And and those changes were really very small at the end of the day. You could have had it and not really have noticed it. That's exactly right. But, you know, if you were expecting a $3,000 refund and now you're only getting $1,000, that feels... 
pretty bad. Yeah. On the other That's hand, real money. people are finding out, some people are getting bigger refunds than they expected, and they're surprised too, and they're concerned because nobody wants to hear from the IRS that you did something wrong. Oh, so we're seeing it on both sides of the spectrum. So uh, withholding was a big deal, absolutely, for sure. The other thing people are concerned about in the blue states, real estate taxes, the inability to deduct so many things. What are you seeing on that front? So with regards to itemizing versus standard deduction, first off, the standard deduction was doubled. So more people can just take the standard deduction versus itemizing. They, they want us to do the short form. They don't want us to do the long form. And, and what we're actually seeing is that for people who uh, were able to deduct their state and local tax, they have high income tax, or maybe they're a double income couple and they're a high income, they're now getting capped at $10,000, which sometimes is the difference that now they can no longer itemize. Now they only take the standard because it you know, comes out better for them, but that's just surprising for people. Yeah, it's surprising and, and some people liked being able to take the deductions. You know, small business operators in particular like doing that. So I think it's a, it's a mixed bag, right? There's no one experience everybody has had. Everybody's personal financial situation is different. Now, what we are seeing is on the small business side, there was this new 20% deduction for business owners. And so that's really helping out a lot of people. You know, you've got your self-employed, you've got your people that do a side gig, you're an Uber driver, Airbnb. Now you're able to take advantage of that 20% deduction in, in most cases. And that's really helping out people a lot too because they lost some other things that they now they can't take. So now you take it on the business side and you're able to take advantage of that. And Jerry, for your listeners, one other thing that's important to note is there was a huge change in AMT. So the limits got lifted, and so a lot of... Uh, 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 alternative minimum tax. Uh, uh, this I'm is sorry. a sneaky little thing that can bite you in the butt. If you're a high earner, you yes. take a lot of deductions, and you will end up the way it used to be, not anymore, the way it used to be, you would pay more tax if you were subject to AMT. Yeah, so it was originally invented to make sure that the very wealthy paid at least some kind of tax. And basically, you calculate your taxes according to the normal rules, and then you calculate your taxes according to the AMT rules. And a lot of people were ending up having to pay, you know, additional tax because of that. Now, they raised the threshold so that it's up to a million dollars before you're subjected to it. So a lot of people... Million that, dollar income. A, a million dollar income. And so a lot of people who are losing the ability to itemize are also getting the benefit of not having to pay additional AMT tax. And so that's another little beneficial surprise that yeah. some taxpayers are seeing. Interesting. I know if you have a lot of kids, you have a lot of real estate. I know people who fell into it every single year. And so this is good news for them. What are other sneaky bad things that might bite you in the butt this year? I know people are worried about making a mistake. Some things are as simple as not signing your form. But what are the things that you know that you can share with the listeners? So some very simple mistakes that may just seem so obvious, but you need to have everybody's name and social security number right. And so we see things like newlyweds, the woman just changed her name, but she didn't get it changed at the uh, Social Security Administration, and so the names don't match. Or nowadays we have so many blended families. If you don't put the child's legal name, then that can cause an issue. It can bounce for just wow. very simple 
things like that. Or you, you fat finger the social security number, you transpose the numbers, and then that can cause an issue too. Don't sign the form. That's not good either, obviously. Uh, the thing is, though, even if we come up on April 15th and you can't make the payment, you can make a partial payment and pay over time. The IRS lets you do this. I tell this people to people every year and they're like, that's not, that can't be true. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So here's the deal. People get freaked out and they're like, oh my gosh, I owe so much money. I can't afford this. I can't file. And what we say is you can always file an extension and that's automatic and it gives you until October 15th. But an extension to file your taxes is not an extension to pay. The penalty for failure to file is 10 times as high as the failure to pay. So you always want to file, at least file an extension. And just what you were saying, you can set up online agreements, you know, you can you can work things out. You can pay on a credit card if you owe money, depending on how not much it is. Not always a good idea, though. No, not always a good idea, but there's options. You right. Know? So even if you owe money, make sure you file, and then you can work the rest of it out. All right, all right. So last words here for people as they're considering uh, filing their taxes. Uh, what would you say to folks? So this is a year of a lot of change, and it may not be a year to go it alone. And so, for example, H&R Block has a ton of options. Of course, we have the in-person, you know, work with a tax advisor face-to-face, but we have digital, online, you can do it yourself. You can chat direct with a tax expert to get your tax questions answered. You can upload your documents through a, a mobile phone and then have a tax pro do it all for you digitally. So there's a lot you can also of options. Get, you can also get the free software from the IRS. I'm just saying, if you're really on a yes, budget, absolutely. you can H&R do it that Block way. provides that as well. And there's just lots of options. So no excuse not to file. There's plenty of ways to get it done. And there's still plenty of time. And, and, you know, have the glass of wine, really, if you need it. It makes it easier. It really does. Kathy, <laughs> so great to have you. Thank Sherry, you so thank much you for so helping much. us out. Appreciate it. Tax Day 2019 is fast approaching, and this year, more than ever, you'll want to take special care with your filing, as this is the first year that tax reform takes effect. Kathy Pickering, Executive Director of the Tax Institute at H&R Block, says tax filers should be prepared for many changes. First off, and most important, tax rates were lowered across the board in every tax bracket. And while many people were looking for a big refund this year, the reality is that refunds are about on par for a normal year. If you failed to change your withholding to account for the tax law changes, however, you could find yourself owing money to the federal government rather than getting that refund. Pickering said it's easy to overlook the difference in income because the savings were spread out over the course of the year. A secondary goal of reform was to encourage filers to complete the short form rather than taking deductions. Any reliable tax software package can help you decide whether to skip the long form. Small business owners should be sure to take advantage of a new 20% deduction on qualified business income. Business owners with 2018 income below 157500 if single or 315000 if married and filing jointly may qualify. The tax break applies to owners of pass-through entities, including sole proprietorships, S-corporations, and partnerships. Finally, Pickering suggests watching the details of your filing. Avoid simple mistakes like failing to sign your form or getting the incorrect names or social security numbers for members of blended families. Now, 
If you can't make your payment in full, file for an extension using IRS Form 4868. This will give you until October 15th to file, but even so, you'll have to make at least a partial payment on your tax bill. H&R Block Research, she says, shows that anxiety associated with tax season runs high. That may be why respondents in an H&R survey said their favorite companion when filling out tax forms, what is it? A glass of wine. Thanks for listening to Rich is Not a Four-Letter Word, the podcast for your wallet. Follow me on Twitter at Jerry Willis FBN and on Facebook where my handle is Jerry Willis. You can also find me on Instagram at Jerry underscore Willis. Bottom line, I want to hear from you. What money issues do you want to explore? Tell me and we'll get it on the podcast. Have a great day and remember, Rich is Not a Four-Letter Word. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey there, it's me, Kennedy. Make sure to check out my podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. It is five days a week, every week. Download and listen at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.